Yo, yo, yo. What is this? What is this? This is the LA Club Podcast. I am joined by the co-hosts with the mostest, Shayon the Jam. How are you doing, good yes, sir? Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Happy as always. Man, we uh we we took down we took a trip down memory lane just a few minutes ago and now it's like Pandora's box has been open. And before we get on to that, I just want to say a quick shout out to all the first responders, the medical staff, the janitors, all of y'all, all the uh, essential workers. Essential workers. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All the essential workers. All love is with you. I pray that y'all remaining safe. Y'all staying safe. Not only you, but your family, your friends. Okay. Thank you for all the hard work that you do and all the sacrifice that you make for the better, the betterment of you know, the, the situation at hand and for us to also do our work accordingly. Now, we uh we took a trip down memory lane, Granada Hills. Um high school where we peaked. We both peaked, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, in high school. Did we? That's I don't I would no, hate I would hate to have peaked. There's so many people that did though. I was making a joke because there's legit people that peaked. Oh my god. It's like it's like peaking when your life hasn't even begun. <laughs> exactly. Like that that's that is pretty tough. Like that's that's rough to have peaked in high school. Like every and see that's well, it's a, in your control, I'd say. You know, it's not something that you know, you you choose to be the person you are in your settings and you know the results. Right. Yeah, that is to a degree because even if you didn't have anything going towards in life, you could have still made decisions like, oh, I'm going to work. I'm not saying the specifics of where you're going to work, but you could find a job, a trade, a, I hate to, I hate to say it, but the military. Like, you still have choices. May not be the nicest, the fanciest, the coolest of choices, but you still have a choice. And some people just, they want to have fun now. They don't want to work and then have the fun when it's supposed to be important, like the good fun, you know? People want to be the life of the party, but they don't want to be the ones hosting the party while also being the life of the party. You get what I'm saying? Right, and then they don't know how to handle the situations where it's not a party, it's not all good times, it's a serious situation. Mm-hmm. It's no laughing business, right? It's, it's serious business, but on some unserious tones, we uh we mentioned the uh, the aha snacks, the after hours activity snacks that they would bring in the little golf cart. Yes, sir. In the water, which bottles. I'm pretty sure are common for other schools too. Right. Probably a lot of the same snacks. Well, California, rather, you know. Yeah. Bad emoji, but. Um, we were talking, we we're discussing about the most favorite and the least favorite. I would like to start with the least favorite. For me, off the top of my head, the least favorite was the brownies, the pretzels, and I know there's one more. I know, forget it. There's plenty of more. Oh, um, no, I like the cheeses. All right. I want to, before I get into my favorite, I want to get in your least, if you can remember, because... Least is like the trail mix. The trail mix, yeah, you're um, right. The brownies also just, yeah, very uh, bad <laughs> for uh, 
for lack of words. Just bitterness, know. you know, like yeah. lack of flavor. Even though, like, the oh, do you remember the um the strawberry checks mix? Remember they had checks that oh, like yes. the straw. Oh. Yes. That one. That one. Kind of like the cheeses for me, like you know, cheeses are cheeses, but too much of it, it kind of like okay, cheese, salt, ugh. with the the strawberry checks mix. You know, it had like the regular checks, but then it had like the white strawberry, like the good, like the good part of the checks mix. Right. It had that, um, but it, it just kind of gotten stale. Not not in terms of flavor, but also in terms of not date and flavor, but like yeah, the same old, same old. But um, you know, for me personally, I do like the trail mix because of the the raisins, the white chocolate, and the they had the uh the sunflower seeds. I'm a big fan of those. Oh yes. And so they had those. And, and now, what are our goaded snacks? What what's yours? I mean, I I know for a fact we probably have number one as the same thing, but yeah, the uh the honey barbecue Frito twists. Goated. Goated. Like absolute absolute goat. I mean, not even just after hours snacks, just snacks in general. Like That's exactly. Snacks in general, which is so crazy because, like, what is Fritos doing? Why don't they have more of these twist flavors? Like, yeah, it, it doesn't make That's any so sense. Good. I would, I would, you already have a honey barbecue, which is goaded, but like, maybe like a, like a spicy barbecue or, um, a buffalo um, ranch twist, a uh, jalapeno twist. Yeah. Um, cool Ranch Twist. Oh, Cool Ranch Twist sounds really good. Um, the possibilities are endless. Like, honestly, the possibilities are endless. Uh, like, uh, Flamin' Hot, you know, they already have the Flamin' Hot Cheeto, uh, Flamin', Flamin' Hot Fritos, but just the Twist versions would be cool. I think um, a lot of, like, like, snacks could be made within those twists. Like, I could see, like, a mix... That I think the um, any flavor the twist will blend in, but um, you made a really good flavor choice in the jalapeno ones, and I don't really remember the the name right now. But like, they're kind of like they're in like an they have multiple flavors, but it's like the jalapeno chips. Jala, it's like jalapeno yes. flavor, but it's like basically hot. It's like maybe like a like a lighthouse or something like that. Like mm-hmm. it's in a green bag. It's in a green bag. Um, okay. maybe someone who's listening will be able to remember what I'm or know what I'm talking about. But I do like that type. Uh, I do like that chips. But you know, when you're having to eat right and going to diet and working out, you uh can't be so keen on chips anymore. I will be honest. You know, th- this is a this is a safe space, right? Um, I have vended from work, the work vending machines multiple times throughout the course of my work every day. Either it's beef jerky, I bought, you know, one or two bags of M&M's, not bag, but a little, you know, little dollar whatever of M&M's, some gusher-like, you know, fruit candies, but I also bring 
you know, either diced or full um, bags of apples. You know, I will eat some apples. I will bring my own water because it's good to have, you know, water on hand and where it came from you. I do bring in good snacks. I bring in my uh, protein cliff bars, which I did not know were a thing until I first bought them a few months back. Protein cliff bars are pretty good. I do like mint chocolate, but I don't like mint chocolate protein. That probably isn't the best. But yes, aha snacks, goaded, the honey barbecue Fritos, number one. Number two goes to Cheez Its. And number three is the Uncrustables peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Those are good. Now, but I will say, a lot of the times, they were too frozen. Right, right. I remember that. I remember. I really do remember that. That was a. <laughs> that was a con. It wasn't just you and I. That was a common complaint. Yeah. Amongst everyone about it being too frozen or frozen. You know, it shouldn't have been frozen at all. Um, but with the Cheez Its point, I would like to say that. It is really good to, um, flavor-wise, it's really good to add some Valentina, some type of deal, like some really good hot sauce on them just to add a little bit of flavor. Not, you don't have to add too much. It's just, you know, prices may vary. It depends on what you're feeling, basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, then we we started this conversation on snacks now we're about to move on to other snacks the granada baddies um you oh. know i personally i really do not um remember in our class many baddies now i do i do have some lady friends that you know that are in our class but because of their i would like to say religious beliefs I know for a fact it would be a bit disrespectful to call them baddies. But um I say that to say this. Now that I think now that I look back, I do recall some baddies. But most of them not I wanna say most, but the ones that I actually had friendships with did eventually move um like out of the state, like Texas and like North Carolina or whatever over there in the east. But it would man, like we do have some baddies, but I think like in our grade and like our freshman year, the juniors were mm, the juniors were bad. And then still yeah. like our so two years ahead of us. Our sophomore yeah. our sophomore year, like the seniors were just out crazy. Out crazy how bad they were. But um yeah i really cannot because i kind of almost every girl almost everybody in our our freshman year was so annoying i could not and you know every freshman kind of gets that annoying reputation i'm pretty sure i got it but like i wasn't annoying i was annoying but i wasn't like freshman annoying freshman annoying was is a different type of annoying like freshman annoying is the the eighth graders were the, you know, eventually became the big dogs and popular. And now they're trying right. to carry forth that energy and that reputation to freshmen. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that that type of knowing. But um, 
We do have some really bad teachers, though. We have some baddies. As we do. And I think it's oh important to face that me and Avery are the most respectable men. Like, it's the pinnacle with us. Right. We, right. we almost respect too much. Too much. Like, it's, um, <laughs> it is unparalleled, just the amount of respect and safety that we, you know, give on to ladies and women. Right. You know, however you're feeling, you know, your set, it doesn't matter, sexual orientation, you know, gender, you are who you are, what you are, and I respect it. And I will always do that. Yes, indeed. But yeah, we have some baddies as some teachers at Granada. I mean, name, his, name some, uh, Miss Bacon. <laughs> I never had her, but I do know of her. Yeah, Miss Bacon. Teachers. Um, pretty much every Miss Kim in the English department was. Damn. <laughs> pretty much the two Miss Kims are like basically beside each other. Um, in the English department, like. I think it was like F, like the trailers, all this, all the r- way to the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were pretty bad. Um, we had a, we had a, a PE coach that was bad. She was white, but she was my uh, freshman PE coach. She was pretty bad too. Not only was she bad, she was like PE PE coaches in general are kind of like chill back, but especially the, like the ladies, the men. Like shout out to Senior Garcia. He worked as like dogs though. Like dogs, he worked as hard. But I needed it. We all needed it. So um, but yeah, back to the teacher baddies. Oh goodness. I don't really remember much in like science. Oh, Miss Nazar. Oh my god. Miss Nazar may have one of the most annoying voices. And that's not to me. I, I would say the consensus amongst everyone would say she has the most annoying vo- voice. But to me, I'm all right with it. But Miss Nazar is so fine. Oh, my goodness. And she's Canadian, too, so it's crazy. But Miss Nazar was, is possibly, like, the, the most beautiful chemistry teacher of all time. I would say that. Oh, so. yeah, definitely. I don't really, I really don't remember any more teachers' names. Like, all right, shout out to Mr. Tastic, man. Um, it is crazy because my English, that was my English teacher for freshman year, and he really resembles my psychology of play teacher in college. But shout out to Mr. Tastic, shout out to Miss Bacon, um, Miss Nazar. Ah, goodness. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember any environmental science? You know what? I you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna just go on the Granada Hills Charter website and just look these teachers up. How do you spell Granada Hills? Um, okay. Uh, I found it. I found it. Um, staff. <laughs> do you remember Miss Abbott? Oh, I hate her. Oh my. Oh my God. I was ready to it's curse bad, her out. Bro. What? I said I hate her. Oh. Like she's not as bad as an aunt. Oh, just like bad. I I cannot tell you how much I despise this lady. But the thing is, despite my disposal despisal of this person, I always did respect. I respected the fact that when I did take my SAT. 
that I remembered a majority of those words um, due to having to take those right. most unnecessary vocabulary tests right. every week. I don't think, like, in terms of teaching, like, I think she really pushed you as a student, like, with those weekly vocab tests and, like, the essays and how to, like, write them. I think, like, in terms of her way of con, her way of communicating information. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. But her attitude at some times just un- piss poor, yeah. unbearable. Like, re- like, and just unnecessarily unbearable. Like, there, like, you know, a lot of, you know, as a teacher, you're essentially like a coach, you know? And I can understand, like, coaches, you know, you gotta have, like, put discipline in your students or players. But, yeah, a lot of times it's just like, okay, what we're bitching about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Nothing right. happened. Let's, let's get back to the focus. <laughs> we don't need to start a bunch of stuff. Right. And you know what? You do make a good point. Um, she did keep she did keep us very busy, and like that's why I'm saying like when it when it comes to people, I do not see eye to eye on a hundred percent. I do, you know, like I you know when I say I hate someone, definitely like Miss Abbott, I really do not hate her. I hated her in that moment, in that time. Right. I did, but right now, like I have not spoken to her since the last day of school or the last day yeah last day of school like i haven't you know what i mean like it 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 wouldn't make sense and it wouldn't be right for me to have those same feelings towards so like you know if she was ever come across this like listen miss abby like i did not like you and i know you did not like me and my attitude and stuff like that and you know that's a hundred percent but because but now you're competition to us you you are, you are, but because, you are gonna be eaten. I I wouldn't want to say that, but <laughs> but because you are a teacher, you are a lady, of course, and you did push us very strongly academically. In the long run, that did a lot of help, and it uh, it benefited me and the other students. But you know. It, I, you know, I did not, we did not like you each had, other. She had account, her moments so. of nonsense where I wanted to straight up deck her. I wouldn't go all the way with that, but. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I'm not insinuating violence. any woman, yes. but, uh, yeah, I was, and, uh, she pushed my buttons. Right. She really did. Because, <laughs> you know, some of the, it would be very, it would be just the most unnecessary occurrences. Like, really? You just. And you know yeah. what? I did appreciate her trying to be hip and cool, although it was mm-hmm. in a very unhip, uncool way. But yeah, you know, I'm someone who I've always been able to see the bigger picture, and right. I knew, and I understood like she's in control of my grade, even though I'm in control of it based off the work that I do or give. But you know. Teachers in general, they don't have to listen. Hey, can you, you know, can you move my my percentage up to this so I'm passing? Or can I, kind of like what I told you about my grade earlier, earlier, like I have an 89 in this class. And just maybe they push it up to a 90 to get it to that. You know, they don't really have to do that. So I was, you know, full understanding. Right, like, you got to treat it like a business. Right. And yeah, I've, I've. 
I would say, and also say, like, I did give her a lot of slack, a lot of flack with my attitude and stuff. I did not like the class, but, and another thing that's, that is a, I would like to say as a testament to my, my greatness overall is that I had the opportunity to leave. We all have the opportunity to leave like the first, what, first week, first two weeks, because it's so many kids, like they can't just right. do it so fast, but they gave right. us time to transfer as you know request a transfer out of the class into a different class but i stuck it out because it was it was just important for me i think personally to okay it's like kind of like a challenge like i i just wanted to challenge myself and not take the easy way out and right. the hard way the the way that i know i should have and that that i did was to go through a hundred percent you know despite me not liking the class and her at that time. And I had a lot of, if I had good friends, I had Johnny, I had Ozzy, um, shout out to uh, Holly. Um, I had a lot of good, and I met a lot of new good friends too, out of that class too. And, you know, it was like, you know what, let me just, um, just finish it out. Some teachers that I've come across, definitely in the English department, yes. Miss Kim up there, both of them. I, I don't want to say first name, but Miss Kim's, Miss Vasquez. Oh, Miss Ying, she must be new. Um, she's mm, she's bad. Uh, oh my goodness, do you remember the school nurse? Older, no, the, the Asian one. Mm. Her name was, uh, I don't want to say her first name, but I've always, I called her by her first name because we, you know, we were chilling. But, oh, but the the old white lady, she talked a lot of, I want to say a lot, but she, she disrespected me when I was not there. And I won't go into specifics, but yeah, I she did not, she's, my dad is the one who told me what she said. And if I was like my dad, I would have I would have came up there and let her knew let her know that that is not her pray her place. And that is that is one thing that I'm I've had to learn was not with like people my age, but with adults. You know, I've always been the the kid to hang out with an adult. And I would like to, and I would like to phrase that better, like, like I'm talking to teachers more than I'm talking to kids, because kids are so annoying. I can actually have a, a an authentic and useful, tangible conversation with a faculty or staff. That's what I mean. But, um, yeah, she just said something that that did not sit well with me, and I never got to it because two wrongs don't make a right. And I would have came up there and said the the wrong things so mm -hmm. and i never i never been suspended by the way i mean it's kind of hard to get suspended at that school like piece of right, much you really gotta do something off the rail fight pretty much you just gotta be in a fight oh, and yeah. there was some fights but it was like a fight every year like per year it'd be like one one fight yeah there wasn't frequent okay was i do have to interrupt you Shout out to Miss Sill. Okay. Much love to Miss Sill. You oh, the cooking. 
No, um, she's oh. in the science department. Okay. She was so freaking patient with me. I gave her flack too. Definitely in the beginning, I gave her flack. You know, just trying to be whatever, whatever. I did give her flack, but I do love that. Um, I believe it's env environmental science, and I did have a lot of good friends. I did make a lot of good friends in that class too. I did give her flack in the beginning. Same with Miss Nazar. I I pretty much gave everyone flack. Let me let me jump out and say that I gave everyone a hard time, especially in the beginning. But Miss right. Sill, still Miss Nazar, both ladies, you know, you can't really get the the disrespect you really want to get out on ladies. Definitely as a student and teacher, get you know what I'm saying. Like these are people at the end of the day, women and our teachers. So you know, I don't want to be, I don't, I would never want to, you know, disrespect them. Mm -hmm to such a degree that is just just so you know uncalled for or whatever but um yeah like i see some some new faces that's that's for sure um do you remember your your counselor i had um well i forgot what her she got married well i remember mine halfway through high school i had miss tahi I had Miss Woodburn. Okay. And um, me and Miss Woodburn's uh, relationship was not the best, and it wasn't bad by no means. It could have been better, but um, at one point, you know, I did drop the ball on some personal stuff with a. Let me uh face this the best I the way I can. Oh, a really close person with me at that time in that space. Um, a lot of just I don't say mean you know, rumors. I would say rumors, just unnecessary rumors from both parties. You know, my friends and her friends, stuff like that. And I would say it was mostly her friends, but um, just a lot of unnecessary, but. You know, Miss Woodburn is a Clippers fan. I'm a Clippers fan. And so, you know, kind of cool on that. But, you know, she and I, like I said, she and I could have had a better relationship. You know, it was, it was just the reasons why I was in there were never reasons why I wanted to be in there. Not because they were bad, just like unnecessary. And when I look back, um... I think I could have let some more things out that could have helped in the long run, but you know, I'm not really, I'm not that, I'm not, I'm not really good. I don't really feel like being in altercations and stuff like that by right. any means, but I'm still looking and I see some really new faces definitely in the uh, counselor department. It looked like they added like new things and stuff. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, Miss, uh, the social science department, looking nice so and yeah. the um before we kind of get off this but i would like to start on the uh i would like to talk about the miss uh uh the pe teachers now i was kind of, this and this goes back to my point on i've always talked to adults more than students at school all right man shout out to mr charles coach charles shout out to coach frost shout out to coach um, Coach Loparina, which I heard actually, he has been in hot waters. Why? 
like um because you know he's a coach of the basketball team uh-huh. i don't know if he got removed but he got like suspended at least um i don't know exactly why i was hearing some parents complaining about um really harsh punishment now i don't know whether it's valid that he got suspended but i hear stuff from from both sides but yeah he was um, good uh-huh. i would like to, that's that's that sounds juicy and a lot of cheese man um i'd like to get on to that after i shout out to coach Ciciari, coach garcia yes. coach harp coach harp was cool he's quiet he's more quiet but last but not least my first coach my freshman coach coach whitman she she was just so awesome positive all the time like she, she, you know, and most coaches are because they deal with kids on a daily basis with PE and sports. And um, Coach Women was very understanding and very um, she she had a lot of control over the class, but didn't really need to in, enforce a lot of like disciplinary behavior or any stern um, behavior at all. Right. And um. Yeah, um, basketball, um, Coach Lope. Shout out to uh, 30, by the way. Um, yes, sir. Coach Lope, like, what happened with him? Um, Wait, I, w- I do want to, before we get into that, do you remember, like, any basketball players? Oh, from the school? Yeah, like, um, are you friends with any of them? I, I went to a couple games. I'm not homies with any of them, but. I don't know their names. I can't. Hold on, let me try and... Uh, Jesse Benute. Jesse. Other than that, I don't know. I remember he was dunking at like 5'10". Remember Jalen, though? Yes. Okay. See, if you mention the names, I'll probably remember. Um, goodness, my mind is blanking out, too. Anaje, yeah, goat right there. You remember Anaje? Anaje Higgins. Yeah, he 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 was great. Great podcast episode with him. Thank you, by the way. Shout out to Anaje. I hope you're um recovering all the way fully, and I look forward to your your Celtics losing in the NBA Finals or not even making to the NBA Finals. So I do look forward to that. But much love to Anaje and the fam. Okay, hope y'all doing good and. I hope you have fun with the vlogging too. That that's that's kind of like your one of your most natural habitats. Just vlogging, telling stories, just being you know open with everybody. So, um, okay, what did Coach Lope do? Um, I, I don't I don't know exactly. What I'm hearing is very harsh punishment on on players and multiple parents made complaints and the school felt that the complaints were valid enough to have him suspend at the time. Now, I don't know if he's completely removed from his position, but I know he did get a, a suspension. Was he like just killing the kids on the the workouts think, or something? Like I don't I really don't know. Okay. Um Yeah, that's the the extent to which I know. Cause I mean I have no knowledge of that of course, but me and Coach Lowe, we kind of, he moved down the street from my, from where I live. Like, we lived in the same, on the same, not on the same street, 
you know, um, Block, yeah, like the way our like I I live down the street from the school, and so whenever you turn in, our half it's um like a dead end, but it's like okay, you go you go down our street and then you can turn right that block and then you you keep going turn right and then that's that block and then it's the dead end either way you turn right or keep straight it's a dead end oh and so sorry to of, interrupt but uh i'm looking on the on the current granada hills uh staff and teachers yeah. um list and lope isn't anywhere he's not in the physical education department and he's not in the basketball section so wait he's it, not it, no so it's looking like what i was saying earlier which was very possible is that he got permanently removed but I mean, I'm I'm saying that I'm asking that because I see him right here, Don oh, really? Loparina. Um, yeah, I see him and I see him and I only saw the physical education department with him in it. But yeah, um, the first row. Yeah, he's on there, second to last. Is this their updated page? Uh, I'm on the staff, so maybe you're on a oh, different maybe. uh different site. Anyways, what I do thing, see but... here is that the basketball coach is someone named John Bent. Whoa. And so it's so he's not the so whether Coach Lopreno works there or not, he's not the basketball coach anymore, and that's for sure. That is crazy. Yeah. So well, he actually probably oh. did get permanently removed. I do see that. Uh I do see Bent as both boys basketball coach. I do see that. That is Yes. That is really crazy. Shout out to Granada Hills basketball. I think it was last year, but last year, I want yeah, last year November, mm-hmm. so like eight nine months ago, they went up against Sierra Canyon mm-hmm. with Braun. You remember right? A little bit. Um, uh, they went up against Brawny, uh, Zaire Wade, like you know Sierra Canyon, obviously one of the best basketball programs in the nation, and right. they got torched. Um, it was. Yeah, that was that was bad. They're playing with their food. God. <laughs> I mean, the thing is with Granada is that their center is six four. Um, with Sierra Canyon, their center they have, they have kids that are seven feet tall. Yeah. You know, you have guards that are six eight. You have just super studs. You have LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's what these, it's called. these are kids that are. A lot of them are guaranteed to make millions before they're not even a teenager anymore. I um yeah, I would say guaranteed college studs for yeah. sure. Yeah, man, that's uh that is pretty crazy that you know they did play them in somewhat good experience. I assume you know for those kids. I would say uh, I, I I agree. I would say the same thing. Good experience. Good. Good lesson gotta, to learn. If you want to get better, you got to go up against the best. So, I would, and then I would just take my talents to South Beach and <laughs> join up with the other best. Oh, don't do that, bro. <laughs> don't do that. But um, this was a really good trip down memory lane. Do you have anything Granada-related, though? Uh, no. But while we are on the subject of basketball, would you like to discuss the NBA? Uh, Yes, sir. So... Um, before we get to the obvious topic, Lakers versus Raptors, how you feeling about Kendrick Perkins now, like this week? After all the things he's been saying, like, how do you feel about him now? He's, uh, I guess any pl- publicity is good pl- publicity. Um, right. 
he's I've been seeing a lot I've been seeing him a lot more in a lot of ESPN clips on mm-hmm. first take with uh, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman and uh, I saw the one with uh, that he was uh, debating like he was in a heated argument uh, with Max Kellerman about James Harden and Luka Doncic did you see that um, I do believe. Yeah, and uh, Stephen A. Smith had to tell him, like, calm down, you know? <laughs> right. And, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel as though, um, and I think you're going to be able to relate to this or you see where I'm going with, like, Kendrick Perkins and Joe Budden. Not that they're similar in any way, but when you're a retired player, and you're discussing about the game now and the players that are still active. Your words, you you, you could be a bona fide scrub or a bona fide star. Your right. words carry more than just a Max Kellerman and all respect to Stephen A. But uh, Stephen A. Smith because you made it to the top, which is the NBA. You can have played a second still. All the things you did me. Moving, you know, leading up towards this moment to your draft selection was a lot better than a lot of players in general. And so, right. you know, yeah, Kendrick, he was not even close to being one of the best players, but he was a part of a, a, cha- a historic championship run with Celtics. He played with LeBron. He's played with KD and Russ and James Harden, I believe. You know, right, on he's the been in, the, days. in the elite environment. And so he's he's played around and played with some of the greatest yeah. players of all time. KD, Russ, James, LeBron, um, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Ray John Rondo to a degree. And when I say all the time, I would like to say some of the greatest in this generation um, speaking. But yeah, like he's he has that experience. And his words, despite maybe being, um, you know, critic like really good critique, people are also like players are also like, yo, you know what we're going through, you know what I'm going through, so why are you not keeping that same type of energy? Because I can guarantee you, if you was in my shoes, you would not appreciate the type of energy that you know, you're giving to me. And so I see um, where the players are going with that. Like, yo, you know how this is. Like, what do you, what's what's with all of this now? And, you know, right. KD's kind of gone to about, you know, him now being on TV or some players like, yo, don't, when you see me on person, don't be saying it's just TV. Kind of like rappers just be throwing subs and they see him in person, always oh, just hip hop or just, you know, just rap, right. nothing personal. But you know, at the end of the day, it at is the end of the day, he brings ratings. You know, I and mean, yeah, the, but see, even with that, anyone can bring ratings. Stephen A. Smith brings the ratings. True, you know what I'm saying? Like Stephen A. Smith alone brings in the ratings. So anyone could technically bring in ratings. But are you bring? But and 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 that goes to a point of like the rappers these days. You know, doing things for clout. Yeah, you're bringing in the numbers, the the likes and the clicks and stuff like that. But in that moment, but you're not bringing anything worth keeping, 
mentioning nothing of quality and that's where the problem lies you know right. yeah he can bring in ratings but so can anyone else that you know has a loud mouth uh an attitude and you know says what they want even if they're not in the right so you know specifically we don't need to hear from kendrick i'm glad that he has a job and he's employed but it's been um what happened you remember the light skin that played for the clippers that everybody hates that you uh, know used to play uh used to be on first take like that case oh, in point yes. like, Collins. yeah like case in point you could play in the nba and stuff like that had a career but if we're not feeling what you bring in you're gonna get you know what i mean like because like you said ratings and if people are not tuning in because of that person that person is going to get dealt with going to either be moved to espn2 or espn and you know espanol or something like that espn3 something like that not the mainstream at least because that's you know that's clogging up traffic right there and so right i say it all that to say this like just you can you can have that experience but it's not about what you say but how how you say it and kendrick i feel as though also discussing him now like i'm remembering like this is his first rodeo this is his first you know job in tv post nba same with paul pierce like paul pierce again he's a champion one of the greatest celtics of all time but he says some really some really dumb stuff about him having a better crib than Dwayne Wade and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna bring in the clicks on YouTube and stuff like that. But look at the comments. It's getting Paul Pierce out of the paint. You know, right. he's the truth, but everyone's saying that's a lie. And so you just gotta be better. Definitely as ex players because your world your words hold more weight. And more validation and people are going to go to the people that had the experience and have that that weight and validation so you know i hope he gets better because i hate to see him have to go because he's messing up you know streams or rating but you just got to get better and i also have to remember i'm not talking up to or about a guy that's been doing this for 10 years i'm talking about a guy that's been doing this for like four or five months so i just hope that he makes strides to get better in certain um glimpses i do but others like you could have avoided that too and to get on to um actual nba we um the return of nba was thursday um yeah a re a rematch of opening day and christmas i believe it was christmas um the Clippers versus Lakers score 103 to 101. LeBron, um, 12 seconds, 13 seconds, missed the jumper, or not jumper, but missed like the floater. Um, got his own rebound, made the game winner. And he I'm played. Ask, um, sorry, but did you watch the game? Like, not in like the entirety, but I do know the details. You saw the highlights, right? Or something? Yes. I, I will say it was, it was a little weird without the fans because. Like, for example, 
down the last couple minutes, there were some big shots made. Right. Like that Paul George one, you know what I'm talking about? With yeah, like 20 that, seconds left. That third. And then when he made it and like there's no noise, it was kind of weird because I'm like, this is a huge shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it was weird. Um, it'll, it'll, it'll get something that it'll be something that I'll get used to. Um, just glad to have basketball back, but yeah, yeah. I'm, LeBron wasn't on his best. Um, but then again, you have six foot eleven Anthony Davis. Um, LeBron did play really good, where it mattered. Um, Even it mattered, yeah. Yeah, and AD did his thing. Um, you know, the Clippers also they did not have Lou Will. Um, they did not have Montrez Harrell. Um, but it's it's a common thing. It's a common theme. With the Lakers and Clippers, these games, like, they've all gone through to the wire, you know, throughout the season, which I'm just so excited for a seven-game series between them because that'll be amazing. Right. And um, like you said, like, not having Harold and Lou Will, you know, Lakers not having Avery Bradley and Ray John. And you can say what you want about Ray John in general, but there is such a thing as playoff rondo where he just steps up kind of like LeBron, but, you know, right. LeBron is the king. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's been a re- reoccurring thing with the Clippers and Lakers. You know, both teams will go on a 13-4 run, you know, somewhere and then build themselves up and get back into it. Um, I would definitely, like you said, I'd love to see a playoff matchup. And with the, the lack of noise and fans – well, that was a big shot, and the LeBron thing was a big shot. I feel as though it is, like you said, it is weird not with having no fans. But I feel as though the focus is at a a absolute peak. No fans, no noise. You can hear your teammates now a bit more clear. Like you don't have to, you know, worry about the noise either as an opponent. And plus, even if there was noise. I mean, even even if they were to not have to be in the bubble, but they were just in one spot for all the games, you know, it it really doesn't make a difference with the fans. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna have fans of everything, and so it's probably be the even if they were to have fans, Lakers probably have the most because Lakers fans are everywhere. But and LeBron James fans are everywhere. But yeah, I I kind of look at it as a weird but also beneficial situation for the players to just have more focus and you know have more hearing because imagine playing in you know what is now chase arena used to be the oracle arena golden state you know golden state warriors like having to play in that in that environment super loud then almost the entire time from threes and all the you know announcers and the fans is cheering loud it's it's a team teams are able to really get more of a focus and I I'm for support of that. Also, it was just a double header, a two game return, the Jazz and the Pelicans. Um, those are two teams yes. that have a lot of good players, a lot of young players, you know, um with the Jazz what what's this you know, Spider Man. I can never I can't really remember his name, but yeah. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell and the uh the French, you know, um Rudy Gobert Rudy and uh what's his name? He he's a point guard and he might play for the Suns now, I don't know, but 
Um, they have really good young youth. Pelican, Lonzo, Brandon, Josh, Zion. And the way that the Pelicans, oh, also J.J. Reddick, you know. Yes. The, the Pelicans, they're fighting for a position to be in the playoffs and to have lost two games so far, you know, to the clip uh to the Jazz only by two. And then, right. you know, yesterday to the Clippers, you know, 126 to 103. I feel as though they know if they play against the Lakers as an eighth seed, majority of the, you know, they're probably going to get kicked out. And I yeah, feel as though um, let maybe another year or two, not for the development of Lonzo and stuff, but for Zion, I feel as though the Pelicans are going to play the long game with Zion specifically and maybe get a, uh, another high draft pick, another good player, and make some key trades, and you probably have a really a legitimate contender for the Pelicans or, you know, for them being in NOLA. But, you know, this is so many good teams in the West. You know, sometimes the entire year would be a lot of 50-win teams, and, you know, not everyone, just because you made it to 50 wins, will make the playoffs, case in point, a few years back. And with the Lakers tonight, Saturday, rather, um, losing to the Raptors, one hundred seven and ninety two, you know, I'm, I'm possible, I'm, I already know Skip Bayless is gonna be on his BS, but you know, playoff time is when it matters. The Heat. Right. Now this one surprised me. The Heat beat the Nuggets, one twenty five to one hundred five. Jimmy Butler's been cooking, um, been leading the team. Really good, definitely on the defensive end, and he's also become an offensive threat. But I was not expecting not. them to beat the Nuggets, but they did, 125 to 105. The Thunder beat the Jazz. Chris Paul and them boys beat the Jazz, 110 to 94, which is surprising. And the Pacers, 127 to 121. Shout out TJ Warren, man of the day. Man of the day. Uh, dropped 50-something. Really? He dropped he dropped fifty three or fifty seven, one of those numbers. Um, I he he was nine of twelve from three. Yeah, it was he was just all, he could not be stopped. He he um, um he scored a career high fifty three points in the yeah. win of the Sixers. So that's yeah. um that's that's really impressive, and I'm glad that he's um he has a one of those fifty scoring in on his belt. Also. He was picked. Shout out Victor Oladipo. What he did? It, this was his first game back. Oh, okay. You know, over now he's healthy. You know that's that's um that's been a really good um interesting point because the health of like you said of just Victor Oladipo. We all know what he can do when he's playing. The not not just dunking anymore, but you know, running a good a good offense, improving on his three point shooting, like for him in any offense is gonna be deadly. That's for sure. It's gonna be fast. But right. shout out to Victor. I'm glad he's he's back and healthy. Um, I honestly don't see. I don't see. I mean, the MLB is back, but I don't think that they're gonna stay 
back for good. The NFL, goodness, I don't know how they're ever. I don't. I don't think it's possible possible to make a bubble. You know what they're gonna do? I mean, what they're gonna do? Like arena football, or something like that. Like I don't. I don't see it possible because of all those players. I mean, goodness, all all the players on a single roster. Look at the players on a on a field. So many players, and it's it just it's it's almost mission impossible. But still, I'm wishing for the you know good health on all the players, coaches, staff, owners, or whatever leagues. You know, don't want to see a a really good player or any player fall illness or anything. I don't see anyone fall illness or fall ill to this um illness as well. So, not really much can do about sports, but Mike Tyson versus um. Roy Woods Jr. or something like that? Right. Yes, I think it's an eight-round exhibition. So obviously not for like a, a title, but I'm excited to see uh, Mike Tyson. He's a bad man. Man, Mike Tyson is an animal. He is, I can confidently say, the he. no one pulls off a face tattoo like Mike Tyson. Not even close. Not even close. None of these fake rappers, Mike Tyson, that tattoo, he's talking business. That's that's not a front. That's him. Right. And I would, uh, I would never want smoke with Mike Tyson. He could be ninety-five with no legs, no hands, <laughs> no hands. I would like, never want. He would still like... bite your ear off. You know. Yeah. But and uh, I. And yeah. I I, I agree, like Mike Tyson, um, I'm so happy that he got his life together um, after boxing. You know, he's he went down spiral with the money and stuff, and he was really having trouble financially. He really lost himself after boxing, and now, you know, he does a podcast, so technically he's competition, but <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm leave I'm gonna leave. I'm not even gonna get in the ring. You hear what I'm saying? Like, we're we're good off Mike. He he can he can do his thing. And we love you, Mike. If you ever hear this, but um, yeah, he's 54 years old and is about to compete in a boxing match. Yeah, there's no championship, so yeah, you can call it an exhibition, but it is still a boxing match. Right, you're getting in the ring. That takes a lot of guts and. It is crazy because if we, if this was anyone else, we look at him like crazy. But this is Iron Mike Tyson. Once he gets that that thing in his brain clicking, once he gets clicking, I think it's gonna be very hard for him to um to stop. And he fought. He has fifty eight total fights and fifty wins. Forty four of those wins was by TKO. KO, and he lost six. On he only lost six matches, so fifty-eight total, six losses, fifty wins, and forty-four of them was by KO. That is crazy. That All is right. really insane. Yes. So. Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, first ballot. Like this is yes, like sir. LeBron, Mike, Michael Jordan like type career. Like yeah, the second he retires, just put him in the Hall of Fame. Off of it. Exactly. And um Jamie Foxx is actually making a movie about him. Well he's gonna Jamie Foxx is portraying Mike Tyson and 
they're gonna go more than just in the in his story of boxing. He's gonna be like a bit more personal, which is really cool. And Jamie Foxx is one of the most talented people of all time, too. So. Oh yeah, definitely. He can impersonate uh, anyone. Anyone. <laughs> and um, yeah, really not much. We really can't really talk about sports because it's just the mic. And Jones fight in the NBA, which I'm not, you know, remember just a few months ago, we were just crying about the NBA and sports. Now we got it, and I am happy. Yes, I'm sir. I'm ecstatic. I'm really looking You're forward never to Never going to take it for granted again. Never. Never, ever. So, um, what would you like to go? I would like to talk about your week and my week, our week. How are you doing with your week and your routine um, and stuff? Week is going well. Um, I'm really enjoying my time at home. Um, you know, I'm 26 days out from my semester starting, and second it starts, it's grind mode. So I'm recognizing right now is preparation, enjoying the last of it, and... Uh, Going right into the dirt. Okay. And, um, yeah, routine's been the same. Staying at home, quarantining, social distancing, using a mask. Well, you're not socially distancing from your dog, but, you know, that's a different story for a different day. Yeah, my dog's been seeing a lot of people. Right. Um... (laughs) Yeah, you you do have a really good solid routine. My week's kind of been crazy, you know, but I would say crazy, but a little, a little bit rough around the edges. But you know, with work, you know, I'm about to be working 15 days straight. And when it's all said and done, I've been busy with work. College is fun. Um, I've been making new um new music, more poems, but also can be songs. I've I've shown you a few screenshots and that's just the tip of not even close to being anything. But um I got myself back to poetry. I've been working, just trying to keep, you know, keep the family close, trying to keep everyone okay and healthy. Quarantine, like you said. And yeah, it's it's been a fast week. It's already, you know, the weekend and stuff like that. This week was really fast and I think it's been so fast due to the fact that with work and college and stuff like that, with responsibilities, it's been just nothing but fast paced. So I wish that um everyone does have a really good, solid weekend, and next week is better than the last week. Of course, just keep ourselves um keep yourself motivated. Um, I have a hard time dealing with that, but try your best to keep yourself motivated. I want you to ask yourself, what keeps you going? What keeps you, you know, pushing? You know, what is your motivation? What is insp- what is inspiring you? Who is inspiring you? You know, I want you to ask these questions. Ask, ask yourself, like, what have I done for myself mentally, physically, emotionally? Have I, have I gone for a walk? Maybe the a walk is some just some fresh air. And, you know, some physical activity, of course. You know, have you worked out? Have you been, you know, drinking more water or drinking, a, you know, good amount of water? 
have you you know have have you found a good sleeping pattern stuff like this just little things that can be made into in that are also important things you know like what have you done for yourself what have you done for your mental health that is important definitely when we're constantly going out either with work and getting stuff for the grocery you know for the house you know, that, that's the thing. Right. Social media people, they just post their ups and their highs, you know. Right. I rarely see anyone posting their lows. So just because they're not posting it, they're, they might still be going through it just like everyone. Right. And if you're joining, remember, ask yourself, what have you done for yourself recently? Not just yourself physically. Physically, emotionally, mentally. You know, meditate. Take some deep breaths in. Go for a walk. A little bit of exercise. Do some planks, some push-ups, sit-ups, something. You know? Don't also don't overwork yourself. But, you know, it is important for us to treat ourselves because you only live once at the model yellow. You know what I mean? Like make sure every day you are treating yourself accordingly. You know, treating yourself right. And as you're going about treating yourself right, don't treat yourself right off the basis of what someone else is doing. Because just because it is working out for John doesn't mean it's going to work out for Alyssa or Bobby. You need to experiment, of course, but also find out you, what makes you happy and what keeps you going. You need to ask you the ask yourself these questions because we're not robots. We're not, you know, computer programs. We all have different tastes, different feels, different motivations. But we have to make sure that we have it all online in equilibrium so nothing gets out of whack. Nothing is preventing us. And sometimes the thing that prevents us from excelling in life or in a specific field is ourselves. We have to take we have to take a hold on this moment because we're not guaranteed a new moment or a next moment, like a next day, next hour. We have to take control and we gotta take action and take it like it's gonna be the last thing you can take. Okay, treat yourself right. Not I'm not saying Yeah, and I mean, you know, treating yourself right varies by people, you know, but as you're treating yourself right, don't do too much because too much of anything can be detrimental to you. You know, like like you did um, not too long ago. You ate, you know, some cookies and ice cream. You know, if that's, you know, your way of treating yourself right, right. and making you yourself feel it. good, you know, do that. But you also have to know how much, you know, sugar and... You know how much that falls in the junk food pile, and in the long run, that won't be good for you and your physical health. You know, and if you can, right. and that's what that's how working out comes into play for me. You know, something that hits all check marks: physical, emotional, mental health, and well-being. Working out, you know. And another thing, and another thing that I've learned, make your bed, and make it every time you wake up, because right, that's called the small wind. 
that that is a very small win. We discussed that. You know, make your bed when you wake up. You know, you don't want to get off of work or get out of a vacation and leave your entire house filthy or your bedroom. No, I do get off of work or vacation. Of course, you want to take a shower, but you also want to just get in your bed and relax and not have to worry about having to clean up everything when you get, you know, back home. You know, that is a small win. And any any win these days is a good win and a win worth achieving and winning, you know? Right. The small wins add up, and in turn, they become big wins. Exactly. And then, you know, kind of like how we discuss about working out, not it being a grind, but it just like breathing. Make it a part of your life. You know, apply it. And if it's something beneficial, like making your bed, you know, it should be something just as routine as breathing, brushing your teeth, washing your teeth. You want to make successful habits routine. You know, like from the outside looking in, if you look at like a successful person or um, someone who works out every day, from the outside looking in, it can be like, oh, that's so hard. But from the person's perspective, it's just routine. It's not even hard. You know, and once you make a routine, it's not even hard work. You're just doing it. You know what I'm saying? Checks over stripes. Yes, sir. And you you, you hit it out the park. Like, you know, working out for the both of us. It may start off like, oh, this is a lot. This is hard. But once you get in, into a routine... You know, you're no longer a student of the game. You're the player now. You're an experienced player. You know what you're about to get yourself into. So the the thinking, oh, this is hard, this is too much, that's out the window. You know, once you become routine about it, now you're working on, well, you're starting to think, okay, what is next? All right, I'm at 25. Okay, now I'm about to hit 30. Oh, I'm at 30. Now it's 35, you know, improving. But we can we cannot improve onto something that we never do or attempt. You know? Our jump shot at 10 years old on is probably not the same jump shot that we are now, that we have now. It's gotten better, tweaked, you know, made improvements. Our thinking at 10 years old is definitely not the same thing we have now you know and that's probably that's you know from growing and maturing and also life experiences and decisions that you made and seeing what other people had to go through you know just keep yourself motivated find that motivation find what pushes you and if you know somehow that if the answer is you keep it that way you know i am my biggest critique I am the one that will just drown my entire self in just criticism, criticism, criticism. But it's better that I am real with myself and give me the harsh truth than have to have it be done from someone else, a stranger or someone that I hold dearly to my heart. You know, it's good that you take accountability of what you know you need to improve on and get it pushing. Rather, you have to come from someone else. Right. So it's 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 uh it's 
every day there's room for improvement. Every day there's room to get better. But, and I was thinking, I was thinking to myself, you know, at work yesterday, like, you know, those, those cliches, like, that's just going to make you stronger. That's just going to make you better. Not if you don't want it to. If you don't desire improvement, if you don't want to get better, if you don't, you know, like I said, decide to get better from an ex, um, from a loss or a lesson, you're not gonna get stronger. You will you will become immune to it, but right. you will not get stronger. And it's important for you to take the initiative, take the responsibility, and desire for yourself. You know what? I could go. I could fall out and blow it all, or I I'm gonna take this one on the chin. Man up, woman up, person up, you know, for all those listening. Um, and I'm going to get better. That's, right. That's what you I have to step say out about of your it. comfort zone. Yeah. How are we ever going to get better and get, you know, new experiences and, you know, meet new people by staying in the same spot, staying, staying in the same box, stuck in the box, you know? Don't get stuck in the box and don't trap yourself in the box. It's easy to do that. You know, we like being comfortable. That we work hard. We put so much hard work into things we do to live comfortable. But you cannot be comfortable now and also be comfortable then. You know, you're working to get to the comfortability. You know, LeBron. I want to say, you know, I'll say LeBron, you know, yeah. LeBron is one of those rarities that he was, he's LeBron since he's first dribbled a basketball player, a basketball. But, you know, losing to the Mavs, losing into the Spurs and Golden State, like, he could have, you know, cried. He could have made excuses. But every game, every new series, he did his thing. He could have made excuses about Kyrie not being there, but he took it, and he still took his team to the to the finals at the end. You know, it is all about how you look at things and how you, you know, move forward. You know, the energy that you put in, nine times out of ten, will be the energy that you put out, and nobody likes that negative energy. We're already in a a time of crisis. You know, we're all we're, already divided not only as a country but as a world so much division and so much negativity we owe it to ourselves to be the ones that give us a positive you know because we know we we know we're not going to be able to get it substantially from someone else and why would you if you can do it for yourself you know be be the one that makes you happy. Yeah, I mean, not, I'm not saying don't get in a relationship, but don't get in a relationship just to not be alone. Don't get in a relationship just to be in a relationship. Don't get in a relationship just to, you know, have someone to talk to all the time. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you know things aren't good right now or something like that, be the one that is the one that gets you through it. But if it's music... You know, music helps helps us get through it. You know, take care helps us get through it. You know, 
Marvin's room helps us get through it. But also, we have to be the ones to want to get through it, to get through it, in order to get through it. You know, the wall in front of us will always be the wall in front of us. The wall is not going to collapse on its own. The wall isn't going to get bust down. The door is not going to get bust down. Or the door is not going to get open by itself. The car is not going to start by itself. The bag will not open on its own. You get what I'm saying? Like, we have to be the one to grab it. The bag. The car keys. And put it, you know, into gear and drive. Take initiative, take responsibility, take accountability, be better, strive for greatness. That's pretty much it. Yes, sir. So, with music, on the other hand, uh, shout out to uh, Lil Uzi Vert. Happy birthday, by the way. I hope that you've yeah, had a really good birthday. I think you turned uh, 26, if I'm not mistaken. Still young? Yeah. Um, Drake announced that he is ninety percent done. That and that the album is ninety percent done. Logic retired, of course. Um, yeah. Logic, the rapper. Speaking of Logic, he um he he has gone on to say on the record and said that Joe Budden words make people want to kill themselves. Which is interesting because I I know the history between Joe and Logic, and there's not really any history. It's just Joe Budden despises Logic's music, and you know sometimes his his music can be a bit cliche and gimmicky right. and stuff like that. Especially but, from Joe Budden, you know how how high of a level he is as an MC. Top He's, three and not one or two. Yes, yeah, sir. I mean. He's gonna have his his own opinion, and, and Joe Budden, like, you know, he he is critical, but it, it's all love, you know. If, if they were to meet in person, so I don't think I don't know if Logic is taking seriously to, to Joe Budden's words, but he really shouldn't, because I know Joe Budden is all love in person. It's just music, you know. Um. Yes, he's very he's taking it very seriously, and I've gotten oh, okay. this source from academics. Um, and I quote, he's a person who's, who's led to a party of my depression. His words make people want to kill themselves. And he's also continued to open up and said, and I quote, this is what he does. He doesn't rap anymore. He talks about the culture, this and that, and that's cool. I'm not in control of this guy. This dude doesn't like me for whatever reason. He wants, he wants to say I'm not black enough. I'm not good enough. He's a person who led to part of my who's led to a part of my depression in some of my darkest spaces. He can take that however he wants. Bro, you may your words make people want to kill themselves and that's a real thing. But to be strong enough to also understand that's not the end all be all and other people aren't the end all be all and I'm not up by not like, oh, I can't sleep. End quote. So he's He's gone on the record and say, yo, his word, Joe Budden's words, it does hit hurt, but I'm not crying up all night thinking about what he says. That's pretty much the, the thing on the okay. gist on what he's saying. But 
Well, I think Joe Budden is is generally generally very reasonable. I don't think he's going to hate on something just to hate. You know, I watch Joe Budden stuff. If something is trash, which I think I know which exact clip Logic is talking about. I think it's one of the songs from Bobby Tarantino too. That verse was garbage. Right. You know, and that's the general consensus. <laughs> right. I bet you can get Logic fans to say that too. So it, it's all love. I hope Lo- I, I'm pretty sure Logic knows that, but you know, so. he is he is um someone who's who is dealt with um depression, so I don't wanna make light of it because I don't wanna yeah. I'm not gonna assume how he handles the situation because I don't have that same issue. Right. So I'm not gonna make assumptions, but yeah. And um, yeah, like Logic has, um, Joe Budden has, he's always had very choice of um, like harsh choice of words towards Logic. Not as a person because he's a really great person, but he's right. rapping. And you know, when you're arguably one of the greatest or the greatest lyricism lyricists of all time in rap your standards are going to be high, especially of the new age rap. And I will hope the same like with you. I hope that Logic doesn't take his words too seriously or make him want to commit suicide because that would be very, that would be a very hard loss, of course. Right. And also, and also Logic is a rapper that, you know, takes pride in his lyricism. You know, there's other artists that, that thrive off of like Gunna and uh, uh, I can name several others, but they're not lyricists, you know? They kind of just flow with a nice beat and they're just artists you can vibe to with Logic. And the reason Joe Budden went in on his verse is that Logic started off his career and solidified himself as a pure lyricist, mm-hmm. you know? So he's Joe Budden is going to hold him high to high standards because. Logic's earlier works were great lyrics. Right. And moving on from Logic and Joe Budden. And yeah, Logic, he is one of the new age backpack rappers, but also took, also takes, you know, great pride on lyricism. Um, To end on that, Joe Budden, we love you. Great podcast. Logic, we love you. Have fun on Twitch. Go be a dad. No name. And if you don't, know her name her name is no name but if you don't really know her she uh she and j cole got in a little bit of a fist of cuffs via music and you know joe j cole has some things to say no name says some things no name is you know a rapper she's an activist she's black and i say that to say you know she's um advocating she's an advocate and for black people and stuff like that but she has been um in some she's been hit with some hot water no name hit with backlash after seemingly shading uh uh-oh you've guessed it beyonce now we and i'm not saying we as us specifically but we went on to kill J. Cole because he was talking about no name, you know, like he wasn't disrespectful at all, but the internet would make you make you think he was being disrespectful. But 
you know, J. Cole got hit with backlash for saying how he felt about how she was saying. Um, some of the, she ended up saying, like, uh, funny how the, the rappers that seem to be about the being woke and all this type of stuff, the civil, the right and the movements, all that, aren't speaking. Um, wink, wink, J. Cole, Kendrick, you know? And she now, about this Beyonce thing, she has... He, she has gone to say, and I quote, we love an African aesthetic draped in capitalism. She also continues to say, hope we remember the black folks on the continent whose daily lives are impacted by U.S. imperialism. We can uplift the imagery. I hope we can uplift those who will never be able to access it. Black liberation is a global structure. And this tweet comes weeks after she tweeted about... Um, she compared Beyonce and civil, civil rights activist Angela Davis, and she said, and I quote, I wish Angela got the, the love Beyonce gets. And uh, someone said, it, she, someone added about what she's doing, and I quote, no names activism is starting to fall into talking over the very people, taking talking over this very people you claim to advocate for. A lot of Africans are reprimanding her, but she's so steadfast in being loud and wrong. And this is a case with a lot of double A's. I don't know what that means. Maybe she meant ass or something. But yeah, like that's what that's what Cole said. Like, how are you going to talk about this to the people that you claim to be doing this for? And that was my only problem. Oh, I had I had more than just that, which no name. I I. Don't have a problem with her as a person, but just the things that she's saying and how she, like I said, not what you say, but also how you say it. Like, you know, like you are doing a good job or you're doing a job with the, she also does a book club and stuff like this. Like she is a legit advocate and stuff like that. But how are you going to be for us, but also gonna be you know negative about us you know like right definitely so. some some bold words she said and i don't want to write them off because mm-hmm. you know when the thing oh. she said about jay-z for example about how are you supporting you know the, the black lives matter movement but then you reap off the benefits of the system that suppresses black lives. Now, I don't think you said that, that about Jay Z, bro. What did you say? Because I'm going off what you said about uh, the whole capitalism thing. Um, I said J. Cole. Well, oh, she's talking about oh, okay. um, Beyonce in this situation, but she, okay, no, it was J. Cole. I said yeah, Jay Z, right? But, um, I respect it because those are bold words to be saying in the industry. Um, I don't think, once again, I don't like it because you're both black artists. Um, you're both on the, on the same side here. I know that J, I know where J Cole stands with this, with this civil rights movement. So I just, I don't want to see, because, you know, from the other people looking in, you have the, the, the white racist people, they love it. You know, they love seeing you know the black people go against each other and but so i just hope they can move on and i'm looking at tweets about it 
and some, some people are really getting at her. Um, here's one that I thought was interesting. Um, this tweet goes on to say, "Who are you speaking for? I hope you don't fix your. I hope you. I hope you didn't fix your fingers to treat for us, because I can tell you what we don't need is your voice. Oh, we don't need a." No hit wonder American try to ruin a movement that we're currently enjoying. Um, another tweet. This goes was on said against say, no names. Yes, and and okay. replying to what she was saying, like we don't, and you know what, it's and I kind of I do agree with it. Like we don't need you. We don't need anyone. Kind of like how we say about Perk, you know, Kendra mm-hmm. Perkins brings in ratings despite his his antics or whatever, but it's not. And and I went along to compare it to these new age rappers that do things for clout. It's nothing tangible, nothing that's going to be kept and remembered. And so, you know, along to uh, kind of like with Kendrick uh, Perkins, rather, um, you know, it's not about kind of exactly like it's not about what you say, but also how you say it. And she just, you know, she kind of had she had a good point about Cole. Because, you know, Cole could have been doing, like, you know, Lil Baby made that that song that is just off the racks. So really good and uplifting. And he decided to respond about to what she was saying. When, she, when he could have said, you know, made a song about what is going on, which I think a lot of people was expecting. And another tweet goes along to say, see the See, the thing about you, No Name, is that you think you speak for all of us and you don't. Not to mention reducing it African aesthetic despite the film having various African creative work on it is disrespectful AF to to them. Your obsession with Beyonce is scary at this point. Uh, Another tweet goes along to say, Can I believe No Name watched all these Africans getting such a huge platform and spotlight and called it, and I quote, African aesthetic. Um, she really, I mean, these people are really going in. Um, this one says, would you have liked it if the African people looked poor and hungry? You saw Africans being themselves and being part of an amazing body of art and looking at it and looking and looking good at that. And you called it, and you called it an aesthetic. The real Africa is what small huts and torn clothes and hungry looking children. Question mark. Like, she's questioning, like, you know, like, and this is something I, I wouldn't, I, I don't want to say take offense, but this is something I no longer say when I see people being wasteful with their food or resources. You know how we all say, what what about the kids in Africa? I feel like that's just right. unnecessary. Um, It's disrespectful, of course. And also, it's like, Africa and... I hope this doesn't get worded different than what I'm trying to say, but like America also have poor kids and hungry kids too. Right. And people. Right. We we have a like a huge homelessness problem. And so it's like stop getting that the idea that Africa is so poor and so, you know, less than everyone else or every other country. Just get that out of your mind, you know. And oh goodness, these these tweets are just killing this girl. 
Um, this tweet goes along to say, No Name is using African poverty and strife to express her hate for Beyonce. She's using our strive as social currency. African Americans need to leave us alone if they can't be happy for our culture being shown globally. And this, um, what Beyonce did, and I haven't seen it, and I do plan on seeing it, watching it, and it's on Disney+. Plus. It's a movie called Black is King, and I believe it's like maybe producing, had Beyonce in it. But this is um this is that that is being talked about the Blackest King film that is on Disney Plus, and I'm looking forward to uh to watching it. Another goodness, um, uh, more actually, but no name. If you tell us that we're allowed to enjoy Flamilli and celebrate artists and entertainers purely for their entertainment, while white still. While whites still reading radical works and educating ourselves, why can't we do that with this film? Another one says, whatever issue you have with that woman is deeper than capitalism, but this BS that you typed is disrespectful as AF, ASF to the actual African creative that also worked on this film. You know, I've, it's, it's not like um, a group of white people made a movie about this or made this type of movie called Blackest King, actual people of this culture, of this life created right. this movie and this work of art. And it's like, you know, how can, how, you know what I mean? Like, they're not poor, not, um, I wouldn't say, like, they're not good. They're in a good space. They made this movie. They made this happen, made this come to life. Like, you gotta get that fixation about Africa not being, um, you know, wealthy. I I, I want to say, I, and I don't want to give them too much because too much of positivity can make them think, oh, now you just, you know what I'm saying? But like Africa is not just poor and in disarray. It is, you know, there is to uh, um, tension amongst the governments and stuff like that, but it's not like some forbidden wasteland that is all always thought out to be or as our so, president calls it a shithole country right and so no name you know and this is what i don't like about and i don't say her specific i do know that you know no name needs to just chill you know don't like you and beyonce are both black in america and they came up with this beyonce made this film with actual african people and creators, creatives, and you're just throwing throwing shots or throwing salt towards Beyonce, calling it a African aesthetic draped in capitalism. No, you know, people rode with you on the J. Cole thing, but now it's like, really? Like, come on now. You can't be going, you can't be for the people and going against the same people you're going for, you know? And that's, right. that's also, that's a lot of, People, a lot of these so-called, um, you know, uh, advocates and you know, so influencers, I would, I would say, you know, they they eventually do show how they truly feel, and it usually be bad and against the same people that is supporting them and that they're supposed to be supporting too. So don't talk down on the people that you're supposed to be putting bringing up. And the same, and and another thing is, and I I also don't like this, but like, and this is with everyone. 
the internet, I would say in America predominantly, is accessible. Either you're paying for it, you got a you know you got a smartphone or a laptop, or you go to the library and you hop on the internet. It is not like it's not like no name just has a box filled with information that cannot be accessible. You know, like right. you don't, and this also comes back to like social media. You don't need these social media people, these people on the internet telling you this information. You can find it yourself. And either you're doing, you're letting it be, either the case is you're lazy and you don't want to find it yourself, or you just don't have enough confidence into what you're finding out. You know, like, I don't need no name to tell me about the things that are going on with my people or in my community. I can find that out myself. Cool, you got a book club. Cool, you know, you will say how you feel, whatever. But it's not about how you say, or not about what you say, but really how you say it. So, you just, we're in a... We're in such a crazy time where you were divided. You know, we're in this house. Like, we need to be having each other back. Definitely black ladies in America. They need to be protected. And now you're going to throw shade at someone that looks like you. And who paved the way for people that look like you. Exactly. And you're, and plus with Jay-Z... You know, Beyonce and Jay Z are married, obviously. Like, people get on for Jay Z. Oh, you're not treating this and you're not doing. Oh, guess what? Jay Z doesn't use social media really at all. And that's not how real G's move. Real G's move silent like lasagna. Like, you don't see them, you don't hear about them. Only time you know that they, you know, gave away something was because the people. Or, you know, some people or the company said that, oh, he did that. Or someone in his camp, a close friend of his said that. Like, just because you're not tweeting about it, Twitter and social media does not rule the world. It's a moment, you know? Everyone can get a 150,000 likes off some little viral tweet. Guess what? It's a viral tweet for a reason. It's not going to last. It's not going to get you paid. not going to make you famous or cool. Everyone can do that. You know? People right. taking social media so seriously because they don't have a real personal life. That's the thing. You know, you need to... I'm not saying you specifically or anyone, but like people don't need to be taking what these people on social media seriously. You can find it out yourself. I find it out myself. I don't need no one. You know? It really is pathetic. But, yeah, man, just do what you got to do, but don't... Just because you're in a tough situation does not mean you have to put someone else in a tough situation. Just because you're drowning in quicksand does not mean you got to pull someone else down. Because two wrongs do not make it right. You know? If If you're drowning, drown. Swim, something, but trying to put someone else down is only going to lead two people drowning, and that's not good. So, 
Exactly. You have any uh, any last words? Any words of encouragement? Uh, drink water. That's all I gotta say. Yes. Stay hydrated. Facts. Big facts. No printer. Yes. Um, I would like to say just. You know, keep your head straight. Keep your head moving. Keep your head up, looking forward. All right? Don't take any day for granted. Make every day like it's your last. Because we're not guaranteed nothing. Keep keep going. College, work, working out, diet, all that. Keep it going. I believe in you. We believe in you. Okay? You have, But it won't matter unless you believe in yourself and you work hard. Can't yeah. be comfortable. So that's all I gotta say. We had to put a good one. Much uh, love to all of y'all. Uh Miss Nazar, Miss Sale, all y'all, Miss Kim. You know, well, we somewhat miss you. I do at least. But I do not miss Granada Hills. So <laughs> Yeah, man. All right, man. Just a phase. Go on. Um, Have a great week. Thank you. You, you go enjoy your GTA, and I'm I'm gonna catch some Z's. So, <laughs> and then you wake up and catch some M's. Am I right? Yes, sir. Turn my W's to M's. Yeah, I flip those. I might buy red bottoms with the cryptos. Three coins that's pay a whole semester, but you gotta ride it better than a Tesla. Yeah, big bank. Peace. Cheese. Yo, 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 just want to put out a little quickie for me, the Yellow Killer Podcast. You know, we've been busy, been booked and busy. We're still trying to find a real good day to put out, you know, with school and work and everything. We're just always booked and busy, but, you know, we still move. We still get it out as best as we can, as soon as we can. I just want to say I wish y'all have a blessed week. You know, I really do. With school, with work, if you're trying to find a job, employment, Keep on going. Keep keep putting out applications. Keep calling. You gotta call. You gotta be. You gotta show them that you want it. You gotta show them that you want it more than everyone else. You know, be annoying. You get what I'm saying? Life is annoying. You know, we gotta be annoying sometimes to get the things that we want. You know, we gotta dig deep and you know, get everything out that bag that we can use. You get what I'm saying? But you know, if you're having a bad week or if you had a start up to your bad week keep your head straight okay don't 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 let don't let it tear you down don't let it bring you down just move on to the next as best as you can you know if you can reflect get better learn from your mistakes or learn from someone else's mistakes and do not let it you know dictate who you are as a person because you know mistake is mistake or a bad day is a bad day everyone has bad days everyone sometimes everyone can have a bad week you know, with just everything happening. And some of the time, sometimes, it's, most of the time, it's things that we can't really control, you know. But we cannot let just bad days, you know, control us or bad weather influence us into a, you know, a deep, depressed state. And I, you know, want us to do anything. We have to continue until the sun shines again. You know, we can make our own sunshine. We can make our own you know, our own vibe, our own sunny beach, okay? You just have to believe in yourself. 
just a, you know, I try to run down these things. Um, basketball, shout out to Damian Lillard. He's, he's, he's hitting, man. He missed those two free throws against the Clippers, but he showed out against the Philly um, 76ers. He's been showing out pretty much all all bubble. He's He's been bubble or nothing. He's just been balling in this bubble. He's been busting a lot of other bubbles. Pause. But he's been he's been balling out. I hope that he can get himself in in the playoffs. But you know you'd be the eighth seed going against the first seed, Los Angeles Lakers. You know it's it's a it's a you know double edged sword. You know you want to make the playoffs because you know you're that good and you have a full you have a healthy roster now and you're that good to make the playoffs. You're an elite you know NBA player, and but at the same time you know. You haven't really had enough time to really stretch your legs with the, you know, full healthy roster to, you know, be able to, you know what? I know we can make it in the eighth, but with the full year of playing, we can we could be the second seed. We can be the third. You know, they can the Trailblazers can be more comfortable in in the long run than this year. I feel like next year with, you know, of course I'm Dame. CJ, you have um, Yusuf Nurkic, you have Zach Collins. Those two guys I'm a big fan of. Hassan Whiteside, he's kind of fallen off since like his first year, the two years in Miami, but he's still, you know, he's good. He's a pretty okay player still. But, and I think you have, um, he, he's, uh, he's that lefty that played with Cleveland, got traded, but um, he they have a pretty good team. Definitely when... They have all the people on the floor. They have a really good team and have a really good coach and um Terry Scott. But besides that, Trailblazers just do what you gotta do. I'm a Clippers fan, uh, which is weird because you know I love LeBron. But um, with our NBA, they're doing a great job handling the bubble situation, the COVID situation. You know, Lakers. It's like they lose a game. Oh, they're all the trash. Everyone's concerned. They win a game. Oh. It's uh, it's it's nothing. It's whatever, you know. I don't like how the the NBA reporting on specific teams, such as the Lakers, because LeBron and everything, they just flip flop, flip flop, flip flop, and it's just, you know, it's just it's just embarrassing and annoying because like nobody can hold to their take, you know. Nobody can hold to what they said a few months ago or a day ago, really, you know. But um, the uh, NBA is really doing a good job with this health situation. And the game's fun. The game's still fun to play. Nothing, you know, if they if they were to continue to do this, playing in the bubble next year, I would I would still enjoy it. Nothing, you know, the fans really, like, like it, it didn't really add anything to me. In fact, the, to me, the fans were annoying. Definitely against... Definitely like playing Golden State, just loud and annoying. But you know, it was whatever. Man. If they're going to continue doing the bubble, go for it. I just don't think it's possible for the NFL to do it, or any college or collegiate sport that requires to play outside, such as baseball. I don't think they're going to be able to finish. But you know what? They, I have more hope in the. Well, more faith in the MLB than I do have in the NFL. But like soccer, I I just so many people on that floor 
on that on that grass on that turf just so many people a lot of people yes yeah, spread out you know to a degree but you know it's just too big but the nba you know the or basketball in general it's a court it's a 100 feet court um it's it's in an arena you know the everything is closed you know it's not like a a football stadium with you know air and you know what i'm saying like it's in an enclosed building and they just they they just have more on their side to be good to be in a good safe space but um moving on from sports there's really not a whole lot happening besides nba which i'm grateful for but you know music shout out to um cardi b and meg the Stallion with um wap w-a-p wet ass pussy um that song is a hit that song is a hit i mean a hit not as that if we if you know song speaking of song of the summer like really even though we're not going to really have a conventional summer that's still going to be a hit that's the the uh, music video the beat the whole production the song the lyrics hit you know it's a it's a hit and i i love it you know the um the the cameos of like kylie and a few other other ladies model models and artists yeah man that's they 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 put a lot into that entire video i think um really because cardi got that deal she re-upped she got her new deal so she's ready to put out good music so i'm ready for it drake we still don't know where he is at with his album he said 90 percent, or somebody said 90 percent, like instagram or somewhere but um you know if 90 percent takes two months and or to get to 100 percent takes two months and hey it takes two months you know with production and probably still sampling or you know just epiphany oh i want you know what i don't want that at the end i want the you know just last minute um you know surgical edits you could say i understand definitely with drake he's had plenty of times where you know he said or you know he's delayed and the reason why it's because of production or something and that's something that's normal within the music industry so that's perfectly normal perfectly fine and more power to make make it as good as you can make it i i do know for sure that this isn't going to be as long as scorpion it's not going to be a long lengthy album um sources my sources are saying about 17 no more than like 22 and i feel like the um i think he's going to go the route of views again where you know the last song or this time the last two few songs would be his bonuses so he may put two c slide again as a bonus on this album as well i don't think he needs to do the to do that i don't think he should but you know a lot of um back in the day before all the streaming and stuff that's how they do it they drop a mixtape they see what the single what the hot song and that is put it on that album but he's not gonna have a lengthy album by no means it's gonna be um just kind of like nothing was the same 
but you know more more adult theme more i don't say adult theme but like you know he's like 28 now he's like 35 34 something like that you know he's going to be able to have a little bit more of personal experiences and you know him being dad and stuff like that i'm sure he'll try to talk more about that as well more rap you know like um meant to say when and chicago freestyle like just more rap i think he's gonna take it to away from the i think that's because i think that's the reason why he was so good he was so good on um um popcorn he was on the weekend album no not weekend party and he dropped those um that dark lane demo tape no, those didn't really have Poppy, but he he did have a, like a lot of guest verses on those. I think this one would be a bit more like views, nothing with the same. It's gonna have more OVO, more you know, artists that are in the OVO sound radio, or more like experienced artists that he's collaborated collaborated like Rihanna. I don't believe that to be a Rihanna record, but you know, you can, you can always hope or always wish, but. Yeah, I think it would be more OEO affiliate or more of himself, as it should. You know, I've seen or I've, I've heard plenty of just wild guest features on it. But if it's like, if we get another Magic Jordan song or another, um, not Bison, but another Popcorn, you know, him being on a Drake album has not happened yet. But, you know, another party, I would rather say another party collaboration would be nice they always cooking up something but i would like to just hear more drake on a project than anyone else because i feel like he still has more um just more things to talk about as he gets older and i hope it's not any of that like if it's any of the 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 leaks that i've heard he can keep those i'm not interested in any of those leaks not a single leak most only like one of the leaks that I enjoyed, he ended up putting on dark lane demo tapes, and that was Plug, which was from Florida with Love. That was the only leak. I'm tired of these Drake stands that are trying to make everything so good. Grease, trash, pop star. It, it, it's mid, but more trash. Like, I haven't heard it since the release. None of them. And yeah, people you know things are a bit more closed but people are still going outside regardless and i ain't hear another a soul playing it nobody not on a story a reel a tiktok maybe on tiktok i've been off tiktok but you get what i'm saying like those were those were not good drake records they were not good songs at all grease was just trash like and it may it had a good beat yeah but overall trash pop star still trash but he had a good verse and the beat was hard and i love when he said 2020 and i came to fuck it up hey i like that part that was that's pretty funny pretty smooth too but that's about it like you know i'm drake he's he needs to find himself again i'd I be forgetting he dropped thank me later and so far so gone so far gone take care and i don't even like take care i like maybe like two songs okay like three four songs headlines um 
that's all I can remember off the top of my head. You know, what's the the song about? Like it was oh nine in the backyard and I was loving Jay and I like that one. You know, like I'm not a big take care fan, but still he made classic and different albums. Scorpion was pretty good. I I like a bunch of those um R and B joints, but he just needs to. If it's like Darkling demo tapes, but like just more of him than guest features, oh, we got a hit. We got a classic on our way. But um, I would like to also tell y'all, go back, go back to Fergie's first album. I'm not talking about ASAP Ferg. I'm talking about Fergalicious. I'm talking about one part of the Black Eyed Peas. Go to Fergie. Go to the Duchess album. I swear. I swear to God, you're going to enjoy it. I mean, you're going to enjoy it. She got so many. I forgot how many good songs she had. And not only did she have a lot of good songs out at that time, she had it on just one album. Like, go to Big Girls Don't Cry. Go to Fergalicious. Glamorous. um, Clumsy. Uh, it's another one. Like, London Bridge. Like, she had a lot of good songs on one album that were just... And because she's like a pop star or pop artist, like, they were out there. I'd be forgetting. I'd be... I, I, I forgot. I forgot how, how good Ferg was. Fergie. Yeah. She she didn't do... She didn't hit it out the park on the let's play basketball, you know, America, the the anthem at the NBA, um, whatever, Celebrity Game Award or whatever, All-Star Game, but she has always had good, good, good music, that's for sure, so, um, I really can't say anything, I've had a really stressful week, not gonna lie, like, last week was really stressful because I was in a new, I was entering a new week of my um, school, like a new month rather, in the first week of my um, new class, and it was I'm in my third month, and it was just I was expecting a break. You know, last month we had gotten an entire week off, and that allowed me to just take a breather to get myself together. And I was still working, so it just allowed me to just be able to you know think about one thing instead of do doing two things. And I hope this doesn't sound like complaining, but you know, it'd be, it would have been nice to have that break, but, you know, I'm still in it, you know, and like, we have, we're not taking a break, and we're still working, and it kind of just felt like the, like the, the newness kind of, like, decreased, and it was just, like, oh, my goodness, like, this, this month has been like, oh, okay, so this is what I, this is what to be expecting, I guess, but you know it's cool. I got first week done. Um, I mean done. I was I did it. I I start. I was so done with first week. I started finish. I started working on second week, and then I got in. I got so into second week. I'm thinking this the second week was week one, and I'm like, no, this is week two. And I'm like, oh, I need to get back to first week and finish that up. And eventually I did, and I'm so glad because it was just it. It wasn't a lot. A lot. It was just. A lot of websites having to go, a lot of, just a lot of going to different places and finding just little things, but it's cool. We got week one out the way. Week two, um, I've already looked at to it. It should be a bit 
um, slow down. So I, I really do appreciate that. It's just, you know, with work, um, a lot of lifting, a lot of moving, and that's, it's fun. I love it. I love it. I don't have to touch a single dollar, a cent. I don't have to talk to a single soul, a single customer. And so I'm, I'm doing my dream job, not my dream career, not my dream, you know, I'm already living that out to a degree, but I'm talking about just uh, every two weeks check or whatever, just, you know, keeping myself together. Yeah, I found the my my job right here. And I love it. I love it. It just, I wish it didn't hurt me as much because I could love it even more. But, you know, we still here. We're still here. We're still in this and I'm ready. So.